I'm straight not having a good one, my dude. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I um I'm sick and because it's 2020, that means you get to play like the game of. Am of, I dying? Like, oh, is this like a normal like flu, or is this like the one that's gonna rip my horse heart apart? <laughs> and, and it's like you know what? It doesn't. It's at this point. It. I just every day I feel like the the crusader that Indiana Jones finds at the end of the third movie, just like it. <laughs> Just fucking a desiccated fuck that doesn't understand what's going on and basically has one job, which for me is doing this podcast. <laughs> I just want you to know if it is COVID uh, and, and I'm hospitalized, please, please reach out to Sasha Baron Cohen and see if you can arrange one of those, like when the Star Wars kid has like cancer and is going to die before the movie comes out, please <laughs> let me see Borat too. <laughs> that's all i want i just want to see borat too and talking about it for there's so a long. there's a little borat which is what i'm cano canonically going to call her the <laughs> borat girl that's right ladies you can be borat too <laughs> it's gonna be really yeah, it's ironic like, it's like instead of like my wife it's like my daughter jokes now right that's yeah that's progress <laughs> borat is a dad that's right if if I'm if I'm like if I'm just in a coma uh, like a week from now, please just surround me with all the things I love. Like, play the first Borat movie to me, <laughs> even if I don't. If I'm non-responsive, know that I'm hearing it trapped inside my head and enjoying it as I shuffle <laughs> off the Mortal Coil. Brett's gonna do like a dramatic reading of it. Just do do it. Surround me by the things I love. I will I will bring in a cascade of white women and I'll just keep interrupting them for you. So I know that makes you happy. <laughs> yeah, ask them to describe their political beliefs and then interrupt them with a reference to, like, Jun Cook's blog. Dumb and awful. This is Brett at Rolling Board. This is Rob at Dumb and Awful. And this is Babs at Cowgirl Bebop. And you can listen to her at Radio Free Labor. Don't mansplain where you can listen to her. <laughs> <laughs> she can handle herself. Woke ally Rob. <laughs> at Radio Free Labor, is that what you said? Yeah. Okay, cool. Let her say it. <laughs> she did. I was repeating it. Thank you for amplifying her voice then. You you <laughs> overran her when she said it the first time. I had to clarify. And for that, I apologize. And now you have to forgive me and give me power again. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> now, how's your week going? I'm, I'm going upstate tomorrow. So that's like the only thing I'm like really looking forward to is like actually like leaving the house and like going to see the fall foliage because my friend has a car. So that'll be like the first time I've left my apartment in like a full month. So it, it is pretty cool. cool. The foliage is pretty cool. I've been looking at it out my window, approaching it cautiously from from a like forty five degree angle, like a pickup artist, so as not to threaten it. <laughs> Gonna scare the colors away. Yeah, I've. Uh, I mean, that is that's that's basically what white people are best at. <laughs> <laughs> that tree is a person of color. Okay, you must I'm, respect it. I'm convinced that I can identify and utilize bear tracks now. Every morning I go out and I look at the the dirt and I, I like one time I found what were probably just raccoon tracks and a knocked over plant and some garbage. And I was like, hmm, I better go put on all of my camo gear and walk around so the neighbors know that I'm legit. <laughs> they did, too. Yeah. they did. Yeah. I, I, I actually, by the way, if I have Corona coronavirus this is the only what this is the only explanation for it because me and brett have had every single social interaction the same yep. you might have had a couple more like going out to like shop the grocery and stuff. store yeah the only point of departure is i was walking in the middle of the woods on a cliff and i just found a, a lone guy and just... well we were socially distanced uh he wore a condom and <laughs> as far as i can tell i'm just kidding we didn't fuck he was a park ranger so i don't 
I, I'm not going to do that. A cab, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, sometimes not sucking his dick is praxis, ladies. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I was looking at those bear tracks over there. And it's just like, I, I think he just let me have it, which God bless. But if that guy, if the thing he let me have was COVID, then that's also unacceptable. <laughs> or maybe it is. Uh, Babs, you saw that shit I, I sent you. I sent you a lot of just nightmare fuel. Yeah, this, this I mean, which one? Like, but it's both really like upset me. I was like, I woke up from a nap and I like saw that and I was just like, oh no. And then I read this fucking article and I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, Brett, I, I got the laptop here. Let me show you. Actually, Babs, explain, uh, explain to me, like, wh what did I send you? If you had to sum it up, you sent me. Um, an article that is saying that uh, Among Us is fascism, and sure, they go sure. very in-depth about of how it is fascism and um, how it's about un unconsensual sex and transmisogyny, and it's just the most insane thing I've ever read. <laughs> I just, I don't, this is literally like I need a reality check. I need to know if I have completely, like, am I earnestly like i try to do good by people like I, I try not to be an asshole and i understand that i have such a pinprick shaft of light that is my lived experience and i want to not be an asshole but there's some times where i'm like am i out am i in the wrong here or is this just absolutely batshit fucking insane um and there's a writer i won't call her out because uh i'm not gonna make it easy for you but like, I need to know, is she doing good work and is like way smarter than me or is this insane? So there's two articles that she wrote and then after each was just like, I'm leaving Twitter. This gotten too toxic when I speak the truth. And then like a week later, of course, is back just like retweeting like yaoi and That's shit. That's a really good backstory. I actually didn't know that about her. <laughs> so do we want to start on... Uh, Fall Guys is sexual assault or Among Us is Nazi porn. <laughs> I'm not joking. It is literally the topic. Start with Among Us. This is a this is a writer on a very popular website. Among Us? Okay. Yeah. A, a little quote from the article. Dividing, isolating, and picking off my fellow players fills me with glee in Among Us. The same thing is happening outside in the real world right now, too. It's giving me chronic health problems. Bit by bit, reactionary movements from the far right are creating an irreversible rift between Trump supporters and everyone else. Meanwhile, among center-left feminists, there's a growing puritanical, whorephobic, and transmisogynistic movement obsessed with sexual purity and conservatism, a new proto-fascist reactionary uprising waiting in the wings. These things horrify me. So why do I enjoy Among Us's playful sadism so much when its IRL equivalent fills me with dread? For some, those aren't equivalent things. For some, it may have the same appeal as Nazi porn. You sick fuck, Brett. What? You sick, disgusting pervert. All right, like, you, re hold, you reactionary. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me make sure I. Understand. I was walking by. I thought you were playing games, but you were doing Nazism. Which actually, now that I think about it, you can do both those things at once and sub to PewDiePie. <laughs> let me make sure I understand. Uh, right wing Trump movements, center left. Big air quotes on the left of that. Uh, basically, centrist women becoming super transphobic. Among, like, like, among us and Nazi porn, all of this, all of these are the same. These are all the. This is okay. So this article's got everything. It's got every. It, it reminds me of like those like um that old SNL skit when they would like talk about like the the New York's hottest club has trans misogyny, turfs, and Nazi porn. Like it reminds me of that. <laughs> Uh, I just finally played Among Us, so it's such a stretch to be like this incredibly simplistic game, which is really just a reskin social game, Werewolf. It's just Werewolf or... Uh, werewolf was literally developed in the Soviet Union. Nice. <laughs> like it's it, either Werewolf or Mafia. Like It's the exact same equivalent. They just found a way to do it in a video game on a very low budget and make it popular. Like It's delightful. That's uh, fascism. And it's so funny to me that that... That that hunting and picking off that's sadistic. It's like, have you played any other video game that's come out? In, I don't know the last fifteen years. Like everything else I've played is more sadistic than Among Us. Anything that trends now has to be fascism if you don't like it, and that's that does check out. Ba Babs, like I read the whole, I'm gonna assume fifteen thousand word uh, <laughs> article over the course of several weeks, just sounding out each syllable until I made it to the end, and my. 
I, I look, it might be legitimate. Like I, no, I can't tell. I, I have a fear though, that this is just a growing trend. That's like, everything is problematic because I have to write for major publications and I can never really, it's it, a Tumblr thing. This is, this is the actual yeah, this is... end result of what happened on Tumblr, which is like extremist identitarian shit. That's what Tumblr became, right? Like really, really, really fringe. Like my identity is literally everything. If you attack me, then then you are anti X, Y, and Z. I'm going to cancel you because this small thing uh, I am going to read as anti X, Y, and Z, right? And like it just it, it was always ridiculous, and it was it was fun to make fun of. Uh, and then them shutting it down just spread it everywhere. Like the shutdown of Tumblr spread that dog shit absolutely I think it's still around, just smeared kind it of, right? no they killed it the minute they killed porn on it which really tells you what the site was about which i respect <laughs> that part of it that bit i totally respect well if you're into literotica you're laughing right now it's, it's like the uh the quarantine for introverts it's like i've been preparing for this my whole life <laughs> now as long as it's text smut you're good this is the end result of the finally people are exposed to to goku fucking vegeta in forty thousand words <laughs> i mean this is a child's game it's a game for children i play it all the time because i have the mindset of a fucking child Fascist i don't know children. how you can do that how you could turn this into something like she like she describes it as like um trans bodies are often perceived as monstrous and uh, deceptive evils that need to be purged and destroyed from society and that's like the same thing that we're doing in this game no. what those aren't the same things at all <laughs> i don't know look i mean Nope. Maybe, but I I had a hard time understanding it. It's just my concern with this stuff. It's gonna be like woke. Like for a second, woke was complimentary. It was like, hey man, like uh, you know, open your eyes, uh, check your privilege. All these are terms that were basically well-meaning as long as it's not exclusively your engagement with like politics and humanity. Yeah. And now it's like you can't even say it. It's so toxic. And Bill Burr's right on that one. That did get adopted by white women and just abused. Yep. Into the fucking ground. <laughs> Uh, and I'm uh, I'm worried. Uh, I've quoted this before, but I'm, I'm worried it's going to be like they're going to do the fascism, like linguistically, what they've done to a lot of actually meaningful therapeutic or feminist concepts. Like this decade saw the mainstreaming of feminist ideas and then a wholesale destruction of their credibility by cynical neoliberals deciding that they could use race or gender to justify basically anything, and. It feels like when Anderson Cooper starts calling things fascism a year from now, or I guess he wouldn't because Biden would be in, in control, but it's like when everything is fascism, it just gets integrated into the cosmic background radiation of our American yeah. Uh, yeah. media establishment, which, which our American media diet, which is the only way people get a foothold on what they perceive to be reality anymore. You know, it's funny. I, uh, I've thought about this before, but the, the right wing has always been very... Me too is not even a thing anymore. Sorry. Yeah. Well, the, the right wing has always been very good at manipulating language, right, to their ends. Like Frank Lutz is the really famous version of that, right, in recent years with George Bush. He was the guy who said, like, we do climate change instead of global warming. Um, He's a dem pollster now. Yeah, no, I know. He's on he, CNN. He, he, he was gets, quoted on in the New York Times uh, this week. Yeah, no. He's a, he's a monstrous piece of shit, and he should be dragged absolutely we everywhere he goes. We love rehabilitating just people, absolute just People should throw things at him every time I see him. But so he I, was, I, I know I should shut the fuck up because I'm from Florida, but I hate how everything is just catering to the dumbest assholes in Scranton, Pennsylvania now. Yeah, everybody does. But it's, that's, it's, that's why they're loading all these people in It's anyway. because they realize PA is the most likely to be the like actual pivotal one this time, and so they're going as hard as they can to figure that one out. Yeah. And they think because Biden, all that whole thing. But it was always interesting to me that the right wing is, is very good at abusing language, right? We're job creators. Uh, the, the Obamacare is going to have death panels, right? They're very happy to find the way to twist words to either soften what they're doing or make what the Democrats are doing seem monstrous. And I always thought like for years, like a naive fucking idiot. Oh, it's so sad that the Dems can't do that, that they're, they're this bad with language. And I'm realizing that's not the case. It's that what they're abusing language for is to destroy the left and to take anything the left has, any possible point of leverage that the left manages to discover when it comes to linguistics and then use it against them. 
over and over and over again. That's what they just did with like BLM. And like, I yeah, mean, Nancy me Pelosi fucking kneeling with a fucking kente cloth is just the most blatant example of that. <laughs> and it's just absolutely the funniest thing that I've ever seen still. Like, yeah. It's, it, I mean, because, like, obviously they're not for, like, defunding the police because the police protect capital and they are people who want to protect capital. So, like, it's just empty words the same way the Democrats are doing it, but, like, wokely. And it's just, that's where I think a lot of, like, the in-poll kind of stuff gets really messy. When I'm lying in a cognitive bardo, Brett, I want you to, to sit at my bedside and just read to me the alt text description of the image of Schumer and Pelosi kneeling in the closet. <laughs> just, it'll, it'll make me ready. I'll just, I'll, I'll do a, a loop gif of Pelosi struggling to stand up with Benny Hill music so in the good. background for you. <laughs> so unaccustomed to kneeling or doing any labor at all that she got stuck on the way up. Like she's on fucking rep 14 of squats. <laughs> There was something you guys said, I think it was like a few episodes ago, and it, like, it really stuck with me, and I really liked it. Um, I think it was you, Rob. You said, like, the liberal ideology is basically, like, lacks a material basis, so they just get caught up in, like, these idpole things without any foundation to build any I was the first one to think that, by the way. I'm, I'm the Isaac Newton. I, the, absolutely the first one to think it. Don't look into it any further. There's no one else that's figured that out. But I mean, I, I think that's like even true. And especially like in this article, for example, like it's it's become where we could just you could just grab random terms and you're just like, this is fascism now. This is sexism now without having any actual fucking basis in reality. Like, oh, it's 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 aggravating. So we're all agreeing. I'm I'm not out of my mind on that. That's like a weird take to have. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I think there's another secondary thing happening, but I want to hear this other one first. Okay, sure. same author. This was earlier. This one blew up bigger. People probably have, have heard of this. So you know the game Fall Guys? No. You'd recognize it if you saw it. it it's a platformer. It's very colorful. You know, you're, you're a little pill with legs, and you have to jump It's over another game for these. children. All games are for children. Like, let's be honest. Well, I'm a child. I want to play. When I, when I have a kid... At their kindergarten graduation, I'm going to give them a copy of Silent Hill 2 and say, figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> the original Ninja Gaiden. Don't talk to me until you beat this. Bro, games back in the day, not, not to be like back in the day, you know, it used to be. There were games where like, they. I feel like the developers were pissed if you beat them. There's no reason for Echo the Dolphin to be given to children. It's abuse. If anything is abuse, that game is abuse. Dude, Echo the Dolphin, I still, to this day, do not understand. I don't understand what the point was. I don't understand why I kept dying. I don't understand why the dolphin was so fucking difficult to control. It's like, you know, I'm not putting quarters into the cartridge. You can just let me win. <laughs> nope. Definitely can't let you do that. I was playing like Spyro or something like that. Like, you know, like as like a little kid. And then my cousin came over and just put on fucking Silent Hill 2. And just I instantly got my like heart ripped out by fucking Pyramid Head or like whatever. And just I will never forget just being like, oh, okay. Yeah, this isn't a real game that I've been playing. That That's a real game. <laughs> like The original Ninja Turtles game on uh, NES, after the second level, a screen pops up and just calls you a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> No, so so you know Fall Guys now? Yeah, yeah, I know Fall Guys because right. it's it's based on a like exact same style that Nintendo's been pumping out for a while. Yeah, right, like it's a riff off of the same thing of just party games. It looks like a Mario Party thing expanded. Yeah, but you just run and jump over stuff, right? And yeah. you can bump into each other. That's like the battle royale thing is you can like push people over oh, and jump jump on their heads and stuff. Uh, apparently, there's some new technology. Like you know what's it? The Wii vibe is that what it is? Uh, the like little pink thing where it's remote controlled. It's like a vibrator. There's lots of sex toys that are tied to your computer. Oh, and then yeah, when people, yeah, yeah. If, when people yes, donate, yes, yes. It, it triggers Oh, it. I didn't know they did that. That's cool. That's yeah. a clever usage of that technology. Yeah, so like when you see like the hype trains on Twitch. Very innovative, You're just actually. like, this hype train is actually going to get me closer to nutting on cam, and I won't go private if it's like one of those things. And so with the popularity of that, some coder... Uh, figured out a way to tie it to video games. You know, like the Rumble Pack yeah, on yeah. N64. Uh, that's fun. Only now it's sex toys, right? Very clever. Okay, that's misogynistic take, apparently. <laughs> also, also, you're now a rapist because there was a big fur. This writer got one of the sex toys and used it while playing Fall Guys. Okay. 
and I get maybe I'm in the wrong here, but so she's playing Fall Guys and she's bumping into people and jumping on their heads and running around, and that makes the thing vibrate. vibrate. Yeah, and yeah. she's like, "Oh yeah, this this is fun." And people were like, "You sexually assaulted those people." Excuse me. You are using the other Fall Guys who are I real human beings. This. Oh, this was oh god. They're I real human this. beings, and you are approaching them in a virtual space, which they assume is safe, and brushing up against them for your sexual gratification and some of them do you uh, know what people do when they with your pictures they see on instagram (laughs) do you know what what happens out there well again but like this is a very easy position for me as a uh, white in terms of pigmentation black in terms of john jock desaline's legal (laughs) definition uh slavic person to to be like Oh yeah, no, this is fine. Like when I when I read that, this was like a huge thing on Twitter because n- nobody goes outside anymore. But like, I just I don't. Un- is it? It maybe it's predatory. Like I'm sure a lot of kids play Fall Guys, but it's not like they were going, "Hey, I just want you to know I'm fucking nutting right now from bumping into you in this yeah. game." Like to me, this just feels like you know my high school girlfriend's suspiciously earnest desire to man the minigun on the warthog in Halo. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is also fascism, I guess. <laughs> Thoughts. That seems crazy to me. That whole thing was crazy. I think, yeah. It's just a vibrating I mean, maybe, controller. Yeah. I think people were mad because it was like children, but it's like, I don't know. If, if it's used in like a different setting, like I guess it could be differently. Are you talking to the children while you're using a vibrator? Because that's creepy. You hearing children's voices during this? Or you just have a fucking like cartoon in front of you while you're masturbating, basically. Okay, so is that, that is. is that the line? Is it like that's just hentai normally? <laughs> oh. Like I play Final Fantasy uh, fourteen, and my character is a hot bunny girl because I'm a grown man with ideals, <laughs> and I've earned it, frankly. And but I know like there's definitely like I've had creeps like come up and try to like role play and shit, and I'm like. Buddy, if you knew what you were getting into, <laughs> you were like, I would take you for everything you're worth. I wave my finger like Dikembe Mutombo at them as they approach. <laughs> but, but, like, I just assume, like, who, who cares? I cannot control what people are doing to images online. And frankly, I don't know or care. But the fact that, like, a part of Twitter, including people whose takes I respect, and I don't think they're entirely worm brained. We're just like, this is some sort of problem. There's something sketchy about it. Deriving sexual pleasure from other people in multiplayer games without first asking their consent is a violation. I think the True other- or false? This is McLaughlin false. group. I think the other people is irrelevant. Yeah. You're, devo- you're deriving sexual pleasure from the fact that a thing vibrates and what is essentially a randomized fashion like you have found an association right through programming but it's still random the fact that like two pixels met up on the screen and it causes you to vibrate like that's irrelevant those aren't humans they're not people that you're talking to right like i don't give a fuck if like beneath the avatar at the other end of the world is a dude like that's that's not what's going on in your room with you you are not interacting with us humans via voice chat that is where i would draw the line that does get yeah the, the the voice chat yeah. i think is 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 like the biggest thing if the other people are unaware I don't think it's like really causing any direct harm. You know what I mean? Uh, like if if they're like, you know, just a random player, you're not going to know the difference if you're playing with someone who's I mean, hell, when I play Among Us with like randoms, like they could be fucking jerking off while we're while I'm fucking stabbing them or something like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like you, you never know. Yeah, like, that's also the joys of playing games without voice chat. No one forces you to find out. Yeah, but is the inevitable is the inevitability of of sexual impropriety an ameliorating factor because you could say that like there's a lot of things that are improper that it feels like well there's nothing you can i don't really think that's improper like that's just self-pleasure at home what if you were playing fall guys and it was argued and because it vibrates more it changes your gameplay such that you're running up to people and like pushing them as much as as possible so you are not really playing the game as intended it's, it's no longer an auxiliary benefit it's the whole way you are attempting to get off is oh no into... so you mean trolls all are just raping people too <laughs> because they're not playing the game the way it's intended like it's just, that's this is bullshit arguments these are all fucking horseshit that would be a great way to find out if they're trolling you sexually is like for the first seven and a half minutes they keep like chasing around and bumping you and then they're like 
hey man you know what actually i don't even care i want to go skateboarding <laughs> i think i'm good it's like this is what we're saying where i think there's a secondary thing like yeah it's a tumblr thing it's the abusing language for your purposes uh but it's also like you're heavily incentivized to come up with stuff that is going to create a reaction everybody is the digital media space will reward you if you are good at consistently getting people to freak out about the shit that you put online period you will be financially rewarded for that behavior and if you find that you're good at it and people do and there's no way to make money and everything's isolating and alienating like why wouldn't they do that right and i just think this woman is particularly good at that she has a skill set she's abusing it for her purposes which is creating uh insane ripple effects in order to get money and it's like all right you know good for you bravo do you think it's self-aware or do you think it's unintentional like is is she just coming up with like I think, these wild takes on purpose for that explicit reason knowing that or it's the same thing you get in the corporate world you are heavily incentivized to not think too hard about what it is you're doing to make the money right it is all of your best interests are in just sticking with it, knowing that you're getting good results, but not questioning too hard how and why that occurred. Noam Chomsky had a, a semi-famous quote. I mean, famous among, you know. People. Oh, the guy who died like 10 years ago? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For all intents and purposes. <laughs> He's a different person. Leave him alone now. Uh, <laughs> but he asked a, a New York Times journalist. He's like, I don't know the exact. I'm not going to. Look, if you're, if you're like, oh, man, I expect Rob to accurately quote Chomsky right now. I don't know how the fuck you got. Welcome to the Dumb and Awful podcast, I guess. <laughs> My name's Rob at Dumb and Awful. This is, is Brett. Yeah. Um, he asked the reporter, like, don't you think you're perpetuating, you know, bad thing because of the editorial skew of the New York Times, uh, basically, and you're getting huge salaries, not just because you're good at writing, but because you're able to convincingly manufacture consent. Yeah. And the writer was like, well, no, of course I don't think that. And he goes, but if, if you did think that, you wouldn't be at the New York Times anymore, right? And he's like, yeah, of course. And it's that sort of like self-selecting where if you are there, it's pretty good evidence that you've convinced yourself that you are a good guy. Yeah, or that what you're doing doesn't create that much harm. So it's it's honestly okay. I agree it's not great, but it's really not that bad. I just write dumb articles. Who gives a shit if it causes people to like flip out and abuses languages for my purposes that's fine i you know it's whatever yeah, who cares if it makes the left seem absolutely histrionic and, and genuine uh problems in our society feel like the concerns of a couple fringe weirdos with weird platforms and butt plugs who cares <laughs> <laughs> i mean this is also where like i do genuinely appreciate the uh the internet because i think everyone who's remotely internet savvy has moved past the like well, I know a few crazies within this group. Therefore, it's like, nah, I mean, you've seen the internet. There's like 10,000 little silos. So if you go like that silo is particularly fucked up, it's like, yeah, I don't really think that means everyone in that entire large grouping. I guess anyway, like, I don't think that literally every single Trump person is a deranged maniac. A lot of them, most of them perhaps, but I think there's like a huge swath of people who don't really fucking pay attention to almost anything and they're reacting on like two stimuli. And it's like, yeah, I don't like that, but I like, I don't think they're the same as like the guy who goes to tr every Trump rally, right? Or like the follow it like the fucking Grateful Dead, which is a thing that some boomers did. I totally understand why people like find Trump so interesting and appealing because just to be comedy snob for a second here people fucking love the big bang theory and thought that shit was hilarious and trump is objectively funnier and more entertaining than that show that is which true was the he most is. that like is i mean two and a half men or any trump event like i'll take the trump event yeah. if i want like a good trump laugh said trump came out to the ymca saying that he wanted to hug and kiss open mouthed every man in the audience that is that the amazing. funniest coolest thing that i have like that ever was seen. the moment for me that he became presidential <laughs> Babs, I don't want to mansplain to you, but um, there is precedent in terms of Trump with that quote and the dancing. Uh, the saying, I believe it was Andrew Jackson is who he was referencing, <laughs> who said a similar thing after the Seminole Massacre in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> but you, a lot of people don't know that. And why? Let's say it on three. One, two, three. By erasure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Babs, so what I'm going to do now, I'm going to give Brett just a moment. 
and right, can you make it over here? Or mm -hmm. I could I could pull this over hey, here. Up? I simply want you silently okay. for the next three minutes <laughs> to just scroll this Twitter feed. Um, <laughs> just do not make comment. Just scroll it. Keep it to yourself. And it's on tweets and replies. Just go down. Okay. Okay. So we decided first thing, uh, I'm not just old and out of touch. Uh, that It's both. I'm old and out of touch. And so are we. And yeah. <laughs> and that person is just like creating pablum for people to feel good about knowing the most identities. Yeah. Um, the second thing I'm pretty sure is fucking insane. This makes me want to go from being the crusader who's just guarding a bridge like only the penitent to the guy who picks the wrong holy grail and his face melts off and he rapidly <laughs> becomes dust. <laughs> so, Brett, there's an account on the internet called Seraphine. Babs, how would you describe Seraphine? Some weird, weird weebs deranged like fantasy creation come to life. I mean, she's not even the original. I'll say that. You talking about Lil Michaela? Yeah, that one's scarier. Yeah. So, <laughs> Brett, what happened? Seraphine is the newest hero in League of Legends. Mm -hmm. You know, they come out with new heroes. I don't know. Uh, I'm a fucking adult, so I play Dota two. Where <laughs> every I have rage issues, so I don't play either anymore. Oh, d look, Rage Issues has never stopped anyone from playing Dota 2, trust me. <laughs> it stopped me. Dota is fueled by Rage alone. That's why yeah. I won't play it. Imagine having such unending reservoirs of Appalachian Rage that Dota 2 is a container too diminutive for <laughs> I mean, genuinely, yes. Just racist, sexist Peruvian teens at like a, whatever the South American version of a PC bang is, interacting with Brett and going like, God damn, but he, he needs to get it together. <laughs> it's just a game. I had some lib ask me the other day, like, hey, I looked at your timeline. Are you okay physically, emotionally, and mentally? And it's like, <laughs> I'd have to be a sociopath to be okay across all three axes in 2020. Three, we just been three weeks this before whole time. a general election. Like, shut the fuck up. Are you okay? Yeah, thank thank you for checking in. So League of Legends is is like, Dota is just a game where you have five heroes and you go destroy another tower, uh, right? Much like United Flight 93. <laughs> <laughs> just, just kidding. That one went into the field in Pennsylvania. <laughs> so there's a new hero, right? And you might have remembered a while back they did they had a band called KDA, um, okay. which was like they did a K-pop song for League of Legends and it went viral because it you know it had a good beat and it was good. Seraphine is this Twitter account that just appeared a little bit ago, and she's the new hero, basically. How, how do I? God, I can't even wrap my head around. Babs, help me. Like I actually didn't know that this was related to a video game. I just thought that she was just a random weirdo. But she's now becoming a singer, and like is actually like being played from what i've understood like on actual like radio <laughs> and it's not a real person <laughs> it's just it's and like they're they've created like friends and like relationships for these weird people that don't it's very very weird that's that's so, my uh, understanding i'm gonna try to explain it to the best of my understanding because i did a deep dive on this and uh vtubers You'd think like going to live in the woods like fucking Ted Kaczynski would uh, allow you to escape this. But just like with Ted Kaczynski, you still end up uh, watching VTubers and, and going insane. It's <laughs> he fucking loved Makoto. <laughs> uh, that's in the manifesto. People don't read it. People don't read it. Here's what it is. Riot, a billion dollar company, made a fake teenage girl's Twitter account. It is written by, for all intents and purposes, me. It's, it's a, a conference room where marketing professionals and copywriters sit around and go, the new character is a teenage girl, and she's going to be discovered by our in-game K-pop group, and that's how she'll enter the lore of this game. Sure. Basically, she's like half the 11-11, like, you know, cool uh, uh, vibes to make you feel good account and half a mental health uh, cry for help account. It's sort of like when... What was it like 
Cheez-Its or Butterf... Who the fuck was it where one of the brands were like, I can't do this anymore. And then like M&Ms showed up to go like, hey, man, there's mental health resources available. <laughs> yeah. It's that, but fully under kayfabe. So Seraphine, here, here's some real tweets. I don't think I'll ever be fully ready, but I know there's people believing in me, and that's more than enough. Thank you so much. I mean it sincerely. I'm going to face this head on. And then she posted a board uh, of every of thousands of people saying like, oh, Seraphine, you're the best. Seraphine, you can do anything you want to do. Don't ever let someone tell you that you can't excel. I love you, Seraphine, and, and the whole community does. And the reason she has that board with all those things is because she actively plays up teenage girl insecurities to solicit engagement. Yeah. She has mental yeah. health crises to solicit engagement from successfully from thousands and thousands of people yeah. who then behave as if she is a real person. Now, look, she never breaks character. She never mentions being in a game. Mm -hmm. Right. There's no like disclaimer like this is an account. She's just role playing being an insecure and alienated teenager, which like, OK, there's been there's things you can do creatively with that. But this isn't a creative thing. This is building a parasocial relationship by commodifying and utilizing actual real world mental health struggles that people have, especially young women, taking them, taking that alienation and using it to sell elite skins for like $25 a pop. Yeah. Riot Games is honestly like the most clever, always evil, but the most clever digital marketers I've ever seen. Like consistently. Uh, they came up with that whole plan for, what was it? Like Vanguard or whatever it was? Valorant? Uh, they're the ones who came up with that on Twitch, right? To finally maximize how to use Twitch as advertising, which is we give it to a few streamers and then you have to watch the streams in order to get a key to play the game, which then pumps it up on Twitch and makes it seem like a more popular game, which gets more people to want to play it. And then they discover that you have to watch the streams and write, and then they get people on the treadmill. Like that's fucking genius. She's that's, doing yeah. skincare. She's retweeting Sailor Moon saying like, oh my God, I always loved this when I was growing up. This is one of those things that like, I feel a little bad because guaranteed there's a writer somewhere who thought this was a cool lore idea. And, and from perspective of story, if a character and a story, especially like a mystery, had something like this, that would be so fucking dope. But to be just to sell a fucking terrible video game is such a depressing use of that. I get what they're doing. It's you, you create a fake digital persona. You have people engaging with it, right? It, like you, you build up engagement. That's that's Riot's entire marketing strategy is all digital engagement in order to get nerds to be like, to identify more and more their personalities with a specific Riot product, which like, that's what Disney tries to do as well. Riot's just really good at doing it with gamers. Everything's parasocial, right? Like if you're listening to this uh, and you've been listening to this, like there, there has to be some parasocial element to that. Like, you know, way more about me than I do you. But if all of a sudden I, a real person was just like, yeah, you know what really sucks about uh, podcasts is like you, you have to put in like a lot of work and, you know, you try to like make jokes with your friends, but you have no idea. I mean, I know the numbers say people are listening, but like I've literally like I, I can't hear if anyone ever laughs or, or maybe they they think I'm a fucking idiot. I remember starting out a lot of people would tell Brett, like, you need to have your fucking friend shut the fuck up because, you know, you're trying to talk politics and he keeps interrupting with jokes and this stuff affects people. <laughs> And that really, that really stuck with me because uh, the negatives are always very salient and, and the positives are, you know, invisible. And it, it's really not, it's not until like I see things like you guys buying our Trotsky has a big dick hoodie and sending me the photos of it that I really <laughs> feel like mentally like safe. You know what I mean? And that's literally what she's doing. Yeah. And now if I do that, people can decide like, okay, he is he's lost his credibility there. Or like, I can see this is clearly a grift. Mm -hmm. These like virtual influencers that are just made up in boardrooms and they're always like basically half white, traditionally attractive women going through the problems actual people have. They can just make as many of these as they want and, and bring people in and it feels realistic. Our friend Luke Winky had a great article about guys who pay to be catfished online. Mm-hmm. So the idea that there, good. the idea there, because this cognitively, this is just how it works, is that 
you know, if, if pick your, I don't even know, Babs, who's like a, a hot person now? I mean, like a real human? I, I don't know. I don't yeah, know yeah, celebrities. Yeah. Uh, Hunter Biden. Yes. <laughs> there we go. There we that, go. <laughs> that, let's say Hunter Biden. Right? <laughs> I'm going to create a, a parasocial relationship with Hunter Biden from his uh, meth pipe pictures. <laughs> but so there's more or less, I mean, I don't, I don't know what you call it. It's not, it's like they're doing GFE, like girlfriend experience sex work, but yeah. just emotionally. There are guys that pay to be like, okay, someone with a Hunter Biden avatar is going to text me 25 times a day and check in on me and just like, we're going to have conversations and, and like I'll sext and all that. And they know it's not real, but there's just something about seeing that image responding directly to you yeah. and playing that kayfabe where it starts to become like wrestling and you just go like, you know what? my brain is getting endorphins from this and I'm happier believing the rock overcoming stone cold is, is a victory. Yeah. Like why not, why make my victories illusory when they're so rare in the first place? And this shit really works. There are just endless, endless comments of, of people going like, I feel just like you Seraphine. And I just, it's so lizard brain predatory. Genuine question. How is this different from what Joe Biden social media does? Because you actually know it, it I because you actually know it's Joe Biden and yes, they are in the same way leveraging real social justice issues and the real symptoms of an infected social and economic sphere. But Lil Michaela, for example, that's uh, the scarier one to me. Lil Michaela here, another really famous uh fake influencer, totally rendered again, a nice uh, ethnically uh, ambiguous, but wide enough. Oh, you don't yeah, know yeah. the you don't know the background lore of this person. <laughs> uh, here's the one thing I know about it: she was sexually assaulted in the back seat of a rideshare and and posted about it. Cool, because that's relatable. And the very next one's like, and by the way, by Gucci. Here's me posing with it. Amazing. There's she's any... like legit been like in many like high end fashion magazines like full on to sell the most like current products like skincare lines as well. I'm showing Brett something right now. The Zach Sang show. Michaela yep. talks yep. being a robot. Yep. <laughs> her song Money, kissing Bella Hadid and collabs. She calls her fans. Oh my God, what was it? Michaelians, I think it is. Oh, he, oh, yes. Uh, fans of Michaela are called Michaelians, and that describes any of her internet friends, or really just anyone who knows what it feels like to be different, because robots and aliens are friends uh, who are just like anyone trying to survive in a world that feels like it's it's made for someone that isn't you. Mm -hmm. It just... In in that no same interview, of... she she clarifies that she is half Brazilian, half Spanish, because I, you know, they they had to do like that that weird kind of marketing there um that she was a sex robot created for the illuminati when she was 16 sure. which uh very i like i was just like why would you include like that's so weird and then she like supposedly escaped and now she, i think kane intelligence from what i can tell is what she's saying is like the company that created her is actually just some weird kind of intelligence gathering kind of op i try to do some research on them and it looks like they might be a real company like like oh she's also into blm in the same way that like woke guys on dating apps will put blm in their profile literally to get pussy yeah, only yeah. somehow this is more depraved because she's just using uh actual violence against black bodies turns into me selling you gucci in my acknowledgement of that it's finding there's no it, there's no level of fucking immiseration or alienation that cannot now be commoditized using not even an actual human being. No one there's absolutely no risk to companies or people now because they can just render a new 17 year old girl to remind you that you're supporting that you're actually a good person if you buy the products that she's selling. Yeah, you know what's genius. you know what's uh, actually even even stranger. I just found this. Uh, Kane Intelligence, the company that created her, was uh, 
um, on their website, they're uh, Make America Great Again, Trump 2016. They proudly support Trump 2016, and it looks like they have donated a lot of money to the Trump thing, which is even funnier that they are using these kind of social cues to be able to sell stuff because it just goes down to like that they only really care about money. And that's why like, you know, when these social movements like BLM and things like that get picked up by corporations, it's just absolutely disgusting. They all uh, overtly claim they suffer from imposter syndrome so the more successful and famous they get the more insecure they get and thus for their own mental health and they call it mental health they need more engagements from people and more kind words which they then amplify to everybody so you're rewarded yeah it's this i i, I mean it makes sense to this, me so it's yeah it's, but what's your take you're you're like a business guy and, and i've look i've from from the cold calculation of business i want to walk into the ocean it is it is <laughs> genius but to me, it makes sense because what has already existed for a long time now is every single person you see in the media that is a constructed identity. That's not who they are, either because you can't see all of who they are through that medium or more likely it is just fully fake. That's why I was making the Joe Biden reference. Every single politician, what is memed about and discussed and all that, that is a fully fabricated construct. Joe Biden is not an empathetic human. He's a piece of shit. He's always been a piece of shit, right? He's a glad-handing political creature. He's a disgusting piece of shit. That is a completely fabricated construct that the personality created to interact with you online and make you buy into a specific brand, but, but if Joe that Biden, being him in the DNC. If Joe Biden tweeted, it's imperfect, but it's me, and and it was four images of his sketches and doodles about the future in his notebook, he would still have to carry that for most of his life, right? No, that, he hasn't had to do that. None of the politicians have had to do that at any point, uh, any time recently. Like, that has been how the American system works, is people just forget I was going to say, so you, we've already been doing the constructed identity thing for a while. What you see of Britney Spears is not who she actually is, right? That's part of the fascination is because when it actually breaks through and you see any part of what she's actually going through, there's a totally different reaction, right? You go like, oh my God, she's shaving her head. She's like losing her mind. And it's like, obviously that's just, you're seeing an actual human for once instead of the construct. But they've managed to separate the two because in the Joe Biden instance, the worst thing about that construct is that a real Joe Biden exists who is a problematic piece of shit and will say those things into a microphone all the time. For instance, did you know uh, not all that long ago, I think it was uh, late 90s, Biden described all Indian Americans as being people who work at 7-Eleven? That's a fun thing Joe Biden said once. He said it like five years ago, if you had a gay waiter, you made fun of him. Yeah. Now he's like, there's three genders probably. The worst thing for them when it comes to the fabricated construct of a, a political personality is that there's a real person doing real things with that name and face, right? Uh, that, that's that's why you get the Kamala Harris's and the Pete Buttigieg's, people who have so desperately wanted to be in power that they've scooped out all the humanity so that they could be as close to that construct as possible. But this is taking it one step further and There's saying... There's no humanity. Yeah, they're just yeah. going like, why do we even need a real person? Credit... But and the answer is like, honestly, you really don't. K-pop is brutal and it signs like literal minors to 10-year contracts yeah. where they're completely stage managed. But there is some... There are actual humans involved there. This is like the next corporate step, which is just like, why the fuck should I put up with Jenny from Blackpink when I can invent five different Jennies to give them all Twitter accounts and see which one builds the brands. I'm AB testing different versions of female vulnerability. Exactly. It just seems like novelly terrible. That said, Seraphine on September 28th tweeting me, love yourself no matter where you're at. Also me at 2 AM work harder, Sarah, and maybe you can finally earn your place. That does actually sound like something Biden would tweet. 100%. <laughs> he would say that to Sarah. 100%. Even VTubers, like the the girls that put on squeaky voices and have an anime person yeah. uh, uh, avatar, you at least recognize that, okay, that girl is doing that voice. There's a thin veneer. You realize that it's fake. It's not... It's trying to trick you, but there's a long history of like interfacing with fiction in this way in Japan. I'm told by people people smarter than me, mm -hmm. and so it, everyone's in on it in like a pro wrestling way. This never tips the hat. And honestly, at the end of the day, every version of this. 
the real one, well, the ones with the real person behind it and the ones that are all just a digital marketing team and it's just a CGI render, they all only work because everyone is sad and lonely and desperate. It doesn't, nobody wants to be a rube and it's like, yeah, I totally believe she's real. It's life is fucking awful. And so they're just taking advantage of a dog shit system in which we're all desperately, desperately looking for any sort of interaction. The girlfriend thing to me is the clearest part of that. That's just sad. That's what just thing? the the thing where you hire someone to catfish you and you you want the like girlfriend interaction. Like that's just an incredibly lonely human. And I I I that makes me want to cry. Like I just feel for that person. But it work it works in like Luke talks about on a lizard brain of level. Of course it does. Because yeah. you're so everyone is so alienated that people are only gonna become more susceptible to this. And the fact that the, I can't the thing I can't get away from is each and every one of those tweets imagine literally me smoking a cigarette and writing it because that's what this is yeah it's it's just uh you know your daughter coming home crying and you pulling out a notepad like pedo don draper going like yeah <laughs> yeah and then what did christine say to you okay that's good oh you are cutting how many girls at your school are cutting if you had to do a quick guess <laughs> <laughs> We've got another epic skin gummit coming out, so this will be good. Perfect for Halloween. It's just so bleak. You're, they're just telling people stories people want to hear because everything is awful and you need a fucking bedtime story at this point just to get through a day. And people are pretty comfortable, I think, with it too. And like, you know, in like some sick way, I think it's just going to get worse and worse and worse as people put more and more information online as well because we are just like trapped in this hellscape of never leaving our house where they're just going to get even like there's going to be more of them like even more in time to like micro communities i feel like you know what i mean like just oh, for sure collecting different kinds of like oh this person would be really comforted by exactly this type of weird fake parasocial relationship with a fake person like it's it's I'm just gonna dark. End up buying nudes from a trisket mascot <laughs> There's going to be a brand that's going to be like sex work is real work and Burger be King only fans. No, they're I bet I'm going to see Wendy's pussy. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think the like fake influencer for like QAnon people will be? Cuz I want to see that. I'm very curious to see what like the micro targeted like fake influencer for like Ohio dads is going to be like. That's, that's going to be that's going to be me. I'm going that's <laughs> Uh, look, I, I spent a lot of time figuring out what the fuck VTubers are. Here's the thing. We, we just make an anime, like, U.S. Army Ranger guy. You put me in the corner, and, and every day I play fucking Counter-Strike Go and go like, actually, a lot of people don't know that the AR does not stand for assault rifle. And then people <laughs> are just like, yes, I love you, brother. Here, take my bits. <laughs> Actually, fuck, no, you should just use one of the the creepy Japanese lowly VTuber models now and just have her be like, oh, adrenochrome. <laughs> <laughs> People would go rip shit for that. <laughs> yeah. Ah, Clint was on the plane more than Trump. <laughs> A lot of those oh. ones are actually pretty racist already, so <laughs> it's not that bad. Like I, I think it's an easy one to one. Some of those like anime streamers have said the N-word very many times. No, I'm speaking <laughs> Korean. <laughs> it's actually a verb in that language. There is a rich history of anime avatars and Nazi stuff. So, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That does seem like an easier outlet. They were in the Axis powers, which is something our country's always been envious of. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. It's just nice to actually be talking to Brett again. Brett got these like... Total like in ear earbuds that he then syncs on the Bluetooth to the screen now. And I would say two or three times a day, I think I'm having a conversation with Brett and he is not hearing a single word I'm saying. It's <laughs> great. I'll just hear him laugh and I'll be like, man, Brett's, man, we're vibing today. And no, he's watching The Good Place on Wi Fi. Yep. <laughs> The other day I literally sang half of the music of the, I leaned over like the scream man pursuing <laughs> someone and, and saying half of the music of the night from Phantom of the Opera. He did not even notice. <laughs> I've become a ghost in my own household. Yes. Uh, I get laser focused anyway. So the combo of those two. A, a fucking seven foot person being like, nighttime sharpens. <laughs> Heightens each sensei. You're just staring like, ha, ha, Chidi's wild, huh? 
nothing out of this guy for 23 hours a day now. I have done the exact same thing to Rob, and he's not noticed me as well. Because Rob will do... You've sang that exact song to him? <laughs> I have actually sang that song to him as well, because I love that song. We should be honorary gays, because we've both done that song at karaoke. <laughs> oh, it's a great song. It's amazing. Not By the way, not even in the room. In the main area. Yeah. Where it's there's three Kesha songs after it. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that to him, too, uh, multiple times, because, you know... He has to max out the volume in the headphones because his hearing's not amazing and he's already got noise canceling. So, like, I get tired of doing Rob. 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 Nothing. While I slowly get closer and wave my hands about like a crazy the person. The difference is they're giant over-ear headphones. You, nobody can tell that you're consuming media when you put those little things in. I only do that because the over-ear hurt with the glasses after a while. Yeah, I, I wear glasses too, and it hurts. And my my speakers stopped working on my computer, so when I'm watching like TV in bed or something like that, I fall asleep with like my headphones and my glasses on, and I just wake up with a pounding headache. Yeah, it's not, it's not great. I'm just a... leave the TV on normal. There's no reason. I'm like a, a an Easter egg ghost in Bly Manor 24-7 now. <laughs> Maybe I want to know what's going on with Ted Danson. How about that? The problem is it, it's, it's all one big atrium, so I'm trying to not constantly be like in other people's shit by having the TV playing whatever at whatever time I feel like watching. Would you, would you say that when you have those um, earbuds in that silently the senses <laughs> abandoned <laughs> their defense? It's not as good without the organ music. That's really what I like about oh, it. Oh, I'm sorry. Was, was my fan of the opera not to snuff? <laughs> no, you've done better. You've done better. I'm pretty impressed, honestly. Little flat, little flat. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. This has been Brett at Relentless Board. Rob, a dumb and awful. One more thing. What? I feel like we should mention in some way that uh, instead of doing the bare minimum amount of effort, like it's sort of like the, the, what's it, the universal vacuum energy level thing where I have been doing the the lowest amount I've been putting the lowest amount of energy into like doing things for this podcast and show but recently I've been upping the energy level a little bit in a way that might spontaneously destroy the both of us and cool. so we had a there's like four physicists that are going to love that joke uh, <laughs> and hi Evan they can't wait to have you on um, but we did a we did Jackbox on Friday uh, I think it was fun. Uh, we're trying to do more like random Friday. The next Friday we'll be doing Borat. So the the twenty third we're gonna do Borat. Um, I'm gonna try to like, I'm gonna try to do more streaming stuff just for my own socialization. So I'm not just a recluse that like comes out and fucking boxer briefs and and amphetamines and yells into a mic once once a week. <laughs> I'm gonna try to. Honestly, it's twice a week, but yeah, Twitch, Twitch makes you Twitch is basically unhealthy, but it does give me a reason to wash my remaining hair. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if, if y'all want to see me, uh, read Joe Biden magazine or, uh, say my wife over and over until you question reality and, and have experienced total ego death, uh, come out last time we did was Jackbox, right? Beth? That was okay. That was, pretty like fun. Fun. that was pretty fun. You guys should definitely play um, uh, Among Us. Yeah, you guys should definitely play Among Us on that, though. That would I'm be down fun. for it. Uh, if you have an idea, for sure, tweet at me at Dumb and Awful or at Dumb Awful Show and let me know because at least I feel like once a week I can manage to be presentable, which is really, that's also a line in my dating profile. <laughs> yeah, Brett, <laughs> Brett is literally just shaking his head right now. So thanks for your allyship. <laughs> Side-eyeing that one. Uh, yeah, I will I will stop interrupting the closer now. Uh, back to you, sir. You could have just said that after the initial bit. Uh, <laughs> all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. This is Brett at Relentless Board. That was Rob at Dumb and Awful. We had Babs at Cowgirl Bebop. Uh, and you can listen to her at Radio Free Labor. Yep, come check it out. We we have we have a good time over there. Do you have a Patreon? We will be launching one very soon. I so set it, it up this week. Will, <laughs> at that point, it will be uh, it will be no longer free labor, and so you'll be compensated, <laughs> thus negating the whole premise of your show. So, <laughs> that's my Ben Shapiro. I'm working on it. Radio Patreon labor. Uh, <laughs> 
but yeah, thanks for listening, y'all. Um, check out the stream as Rob so kindly interrupted to relay. That's my love language is interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> you have you have to validate it. I'm doing the best I can. Uh, and you can find bonus episodes that we put out. We, we usually get one out every week at this point at the Dumb and Awful Patreon. Patreon.com backslash dumb and awful. But yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for coming on, Bebs. Of course. No, I always have fun with you guys. Much appreciated. I don't do anything else but sit at my house now, so I'm always available to do any podcast when people ask me. Admittedly, I'd be concerned if you were living a rich outdoors life right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no one really is, so you know, it makes me feel less insane. But... Yeah, you say that, but I talked to my family in Florida, and they're, they're doing whatever they want. I would love the <laughs> fact that you said outdoors life. I would love if like Babs became like the the onion eating Steve Ranella. Like, all right, folks, when, when, when you have to, when you dress down a deer, you're going to want to make sure to get those in test. Just cutting out carcasses. <laughs> I was glassing up on the ridge. I saw myself a mature buck. Awesome. I, I would love that for you, Babs. And it's not impossible if you set your mind to it. <laughs> <laughs> Anything's possible, if I believe. <laughs> <laughs>